Podcast Answer Man, episode number 35. This show is sponsored by AG Design. Need a new website, logo, or artwork for your podcast? Visit AGEEDesign.com today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and I'm coming to you today with yet another product review. And by product review, I'm talking about a piece of equipment, record, recording equipment. Now, if you have listened to me long enough talk about podcasting, you probably have picked up by now that I prefer recording all of my podcasts directly in, you know, using an analog, nice, dynamic microphone, my Heil PR40, by the way. And uh, of course, I've got a big, huge monster cable going From the microphone into my mixer board, which I use a Eurotrack UB1222FX Pro. And uh, outside of that, I bring it out of the uh, output and go directly into a portable digital recorder. What that means is that, and, and, and the reason why I do this, is because it does not go into the sound card on a computer. Which sometimes sound cards have this tendency to pick up some kind of static or internal noise from within the computer itself that's being generated by all the parts inside. Um, There's sometimes that really small and minor hiss or hum in your recordings. If If you have dealt with any of that in the recording of your shows, it may be time for you to consider possibly moving to a portable digital recorder. Now, that would have been very difficult for you Um, in the past if you were on a tight budget. I know that my favorite digital recorder, and still today, to to this day, my favorite digital recorder for doing such a thing is the Edderall R-09. Now, with the Edderall, of course, the cost, I think back then, was almost $400. I believe the prices have come down a little bit on that. Uh, however, it's still I think it's still around a $300 price range. I haven't looked in a while. Uh, I need to look that up. Uh, one of the things I will tell you is that if there's any type of professional audio equipment, any pr- type of pro- professional audio gear that you're looking for, send me an email at cliff at gspn.tv, and I should be able to get you a price lower than what you see out there advertised um in the uh, all the online things so basically what I suggest doing is going out there seeing what the lowest price you can find send me an email with a link to that advertised price and I will let you know what I can get you that product for and so I am an I'm now I'm so glad to say this I'm an authorized reseller for ProAudio.com, and of course I can get prices even lower than what's on their website so uh, definitely, if you're interested in an Edderall R-09, if you're interested in the product that I'm reviewing today, which is the Zoom H2, Z-O-O-M H2, just send me an email, cliff at gspn.tv, and uh, we'll see what we can work out for you. However, uh, the one thing I want to do right now is just take a few moments and tell you about my experience with this, n- <coughs> excuse me, with this new recorder, the Zoom H2. Now, when I heard everybody talking about the release of this new portable recorder by Samson, which if I, the box here has nothing with the word Samson 
written on it. I cannot find Samson anywhere. Uh, it's uh, basically it says it's made by the Zoom Corporation, so Z O O M Corporation. Anyway, I heard a lot of people talking about this and raving about the Zoom H2, saying that you know, I, I, I when I bought my Adderall R-09, I was comparing it to the Zoom H4 which I wasn't too crazy about the Zoom H4 because, you know, the, the Edderall just seemed to be more along my my tastes. But when they started talking about the Zoom H2, they were talking about that this is a smaller recorder and uh, it has some additional functionality through four speakers, or no, I think there are four speakers inside and it can give you a true, real, honest Surround front, back, left, and right in both channels. I mean, it's just it it will record into four separate channels uh, in a waveform, though not in MP3, but in wave, uncompressed, and so therefore there are some drawbacks to that. But anyway, um, the the thing is, is that I got one of these. I got my hands on one of these, ordered it in, brought it in. Now I'm holding it in my hand. I will tell you, it, as a person who has used the Edderall. R-09, I prefer the additional cost of, you know, even if it's an extra $100, I prefer the additional cost of the Edderall R-09 over the Zoom H2 and would do so any day of the week. And, and I'll explain to you that my number one beef about this entire Zoom H2 is that you cannot, it is not possible for you to pause during your recording. The only thing you can do is you can stop recording and then come back and hit record again and pick up where you left off. The problem with that, of course, is that you have to string together multiple uh, podcast or MP3 files to make up your one show. And uh, for somebody who's recorded out in the field, for somebody who has to take uh, a break and pause and occasionally cough, for whatever reasons, there there are a lot of reasons you you may want to pause. And if you're out there in the field, you don't want to have this. You know, you, you, for example, if you, I'm I'm walking down the road doing a sound seeing tour, but I, I'm kind of finished until I get to the end of the street. So I can hit pause on my Edderall, walk to the end of the street, hit hit the pause button again, which basically unpauses it goes back to recording right where it left off in the same mp3 file and I can continue talking. So what in essence if I wanted to if I was if I really became a seasoned sound scene tour giver or a seasoned podcaster where I record things live and unedited kind of like this show. I, I hit everything you heard is there's nothing that's going to be post production on this show whatsoever. So however I have already paused this show once. And uh, you probably didn't realize that, um, but I, <coughs> excuse me, but I did need to cough, and so I did pause and take a breath, and then came back. Something I do quite often. Something I cannot do with the Zoom H2, and in my mind, that alone makes the extra cost of the Edderall worthwhile. Now, if that's not a concern for you, and you definitely 100% are going to be doing uh, post-production no matter what then it doesn't matter if you have to string multiple mp3 files together. So with that out of the way, with my number one gripe, my number one beef, and and basically uh, the, the one thing that says I would never personally want to use this for podcasting myself because of the, <coughs> because of the pause feature, 
I will tell you that that um, there are some other things that I didn't like about the Zoom H2. I, when I ordered this thing, I was expecting a much smaller, more compact unit that would fit even nicer, uh, more nicely in my pocket than the Ederol. I will tell you that the Zoom H2 is about uh, is about three fourths of an inch taller than the Ederol. As far as the thickness uh, from front to back, the thickness. I will tell you that it is. It seems to be just a little, just a hair bit more bulky than the Ederol R-09. And as far as the width is concerned, uh, how wide it is, it is exactly the same width. So, with that said, uh, there is no added benefit of a smaller size. And as far as the weight, the Ederol definitely weighs less. And so if I if it came down to it and I and I was walking around and I wanted to carry this in my pants pocket, I would much prefer carrying the Ederol R-09 in my pants pocket than I would the Zoom H2 because it is a heavier machine. Now, with that said, there is another function on the Zoom H2 that I do not like. Let me explain to you what I what I do use quite often. Now, if you <clears throat> both of these recorders use SD cards, SD flash cards to record, which I love. Trust me, I love it. Um, now, the the Ederol R-09, when I'm done recording a show, because sometimes I will port it over to my MacBook, rather than eject the card and then put it into a card reader, since my MacBook does not have that, I have to use the included USB cable. Now... On the Ederol, you know, as long as my Ederol is turned on, I plug in the USB cable into the Ederol, and then I plug in the USB computer to my MacBook, and voila, it automatically shows up as a drive. However, on the Zoom H2, that's not the case. You plug in, you, you make sure the Zoom H2 is turned on, and in fact, I'm going to do this now. Um, let's see here. And it looks like I had left the Zoom H2 on for the last couple days, and I've run down the batteries, which again is uh, anyway that's that's my own personal fault. However, I will tell you I don't like the power switch. But let me go ahead and tell you about that right real quick. The power switch on the Zoom H2, it's kind of a button that you have to push in and hold in for just a few seconds, and then it'll power on, and the same to power off. The Zoom H2, the power button, is a little slider button. And if you've got it in your pocket, or like I carry in my briefcase, uh, it looks like something has caused the power button to be turned on, and therefore it was left on, and uh, it, it's drained an entire brand new, I mean brand new pair of door cell batteries. So that just cost me probably about, what, three, four bucks. Not very cool. So the Ederol, again, you have to hold down the button for it to come on so it doesn't accidentally come on or accidentally turn off like the Zoom H2 could. So if you can imagine, you're recording and you're walking down the street and something happens where inside your pocket it jostles the little power switch, it could pretty much turn off on you in the in the middle of recording. Um Let's see here. Anyway, back to the USB cable. So the let's say I have the Zoom H2 powered on. I plug in the USB cable to the Zoom H2, and then I go and I plug in the USB cable to the MacBook, and 
guess what happens? Nothing. No, because I have to actually click on the menu, then I have to navigate through the menu all the way down to where it says USB, I have to hit the select button, then I have to uh, choose, do I want to have it use the USB in storage mode, or do I want to use it as a sound card interface, uh, and I have to choose sound, you know, the storage mode, I click enter, and then it will turn on the functionality and show up as a drive eventually over on the MacBook. That's a little crazy that I have to do that. Now, those are the those are the major gripes that I have against the H2. So there is uh, at least three major gripes. One, number one, you can't pause. Number two, it's not smaller, it's bulkier, it's, it's heavier than the Edderall. Number three, the power button. And uh, I could come up with a list of a couple others, to be honest with you. The navigation, I'm not, I'm not really all that crazy about, uh, it, it, especially in the dark. Um, the Edderall is much easier to navigate through uh, by touch. And that's very important when you're maybe at a concert or some other dark place where you might be um, recording. Now, are there some features that are improved uh, in the H2 that the that you know perhaps maybe the Edderall could take a lesson from. Number one is the SD card slot is not behind the battery compartment. That's one of the major frustrations I have with the with the Edderall R-09 is that you have to halfway undo the battery compartment to get to the SD card. That you don't have to do here. It, it has its own compartment. You open it up, push in, and boom, you release your card and put it back in. The battery compartment's completely separate on the back and that door is only used to the get to the batteries and that's it. So that is an improvement. Um, as far as the audio quality, uh, I think that if in the portable mode in recording in the car, the Zoom H2 does a little bit of a better job than the Edderall because in the Zoom H or in the Edderall R-09, it will pick up, I mean, every little tiny sound which, you know, sometimes when you're hitting a bump, the microphones are so sensitive that that can cause it to peak unless you really turn down the um, the gain on it, which I think you should do anyway. And so I don't really think that that's a flaw. I think it's a benefit that it's that precise. Now on the Zoom H2, I noticed it wasn't picking up all the road bumps and, and causing the peaking sounds and stuff like that. But I think it's because, you know, the, the settings were probably down low enough. Um, there are four microphones, but to be honest with you, uh, to record and take advantage of that surround feature with four channels, you have to record in WAV format, which takes up way too much space on your on your SD card. Uh, so you're you're typically going to end up re- using two channel anyway. And sure, it'll use the front and the back and stuff. That's really nice. But my experience from listening back to both of them, there is no difference in the quality of the sound. Both of them provide excellent, feel like you're there kind of sound product reproduction when you are recording sound seeing tours or things on location. A couple of little things that are cool is that um, the, the Zoom H2 does come with this uh, little thing that you screw into the bottom of the base of it and it, it's, it's kind of shaped to where it can go into a microphone stand. Well, that's pretty nifty. It also comes with this like little tripod kind of thing that you can set it up on the table. So it's not just sitting 
on the table, it, it uh, you know, laying down on the table, but it can be stood straight up with this little tripod. That's kind of neat. Um, it did come with a windscreen. Uh, a windscreen is very important when you're walking outside and there's a wind blowing. But you know what? I'm, t- I'm going to take this windscreen and I'm going to go put it on my Edderall because I think that that's going to really uh, solve that issue. So this little windscreen, uh, the foamy thing that goes over top of the Zoom H2, that is going to be now my Edderall windscreen. Uh, but it did come with that. It did also come with... Um, uh, patch cable, which was kind of nice. I mean, of course, it, you can pick them up at Radio Shack for $3.99 or $6.99, whatever they cost these days. Uh, it's where you take the little eighth-inch stereo jack, and it, and the other end are two RCA plugs that you can plug into any analog input, which is really nice, especially in my scenario where I'm recording straight from the analog out on my mixer into the Zoom recorder. So. Uh, I'm glad to see that it actually came with one of those. I ordered one of these for my clients, and I had went ahead and sent him a personal pair of my uh, patch cables to him, not knowing that the Zoom was actually going to come with it. That's the real reason why I went ahead and purchased the Zoom H2 for myself, is because I had um, I had been working with a podcast consulting client that I was working with, and I ordered him a whole lot of equipment, and uh, I was able to save him a hundred dollars from. Uh, the Edderall cost uh, getting the Zoom H2 because I heard so many great things about it. Now, it still works great. I'm st- I mean, I, I w- walked my client through how to use the Z- Zoom H2. He was, you know, for him, it wasn't that big of a deal that he had to go through the menu to turn on the USB cable uh, to work because he had never experienced anything other than that. So it wasn't a big deal for him. Uh, the power cable, or the power button on the side, probably won't become an option or a a point of frustration for him as long as he's careful although I do like the Edderall's power button a lot more and as far as the quality and everything I think that it's going to work just as well as the Edderall so here's my you know here's pretty much my review of the Zoom H2 it's an excellent device it's not any better than the Edderall and in fact the the simple fact the simple fact that you cannot pause, you cannot pause during recording, for me personally, that is a deal breaker. I would definitely go with the Edderall R-09, pay the extra 100 bucks or whatever it is right now, uh, the going rate for the Edderall. Get the Edderall instead and forgo the H2. However, if you're on an extremely tight budget, I think the most websites are advertising this at 199 I do have the ability to get that at a lower rate. If you are looking for a Zoom H2 recorder, let me know. And uh, I think that, I, if I'm not mistaken, I'll be able to get that uh, lower for you. And uh, we can look at some other equipment that you might be interested in. But anyway, again, if you want to contact me, I can be reached at cliff, C-L-I-F-F, at gspn.tv. And uh, that's my initial review here of the Zoom H2 recorder. And uh, it's not bad. I mean, if if you've not had a digital recorder yet, you're on a tight budget, go for it. But just make sure that you understand that if you need to pause, you're not going to be able to. You'll have to start another um, recording and you'll have to string those things together in post-production. Anyway, God bless you all. We'll be back soon with another podcast, Answer Man. Special thanks to Evan AG at AG Design for sponsoring this show.